This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you know you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, unlike the Owls, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So there's only one thing left to say. What's everybody having? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means you'll get some tasty rewards later on. And between you and me, if you order just before kickoff, you can get it just in time for half time. But I've not told you that. Only via the app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery free and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. See you later. The Wednesday Week is sponsored by the Riverside Cafe, the perfect place for a pre-match pint. gentlemen and a very warm welcome to the Wednesday Week, the Sheffield Wednesday podcast. I'm Lord Hillsborough and with the online, first of all, we have Victoria, my darling. How the double are you? Good evening, my lord. We haven't crossed paths for quite a while now, have we? It's been been a few weeks since we were both in the in the fold, so to speak. I've, I've not been avoiding you, Vic, at all, I promise. Oh, um, well, <laughs> I have. I have. <laughs> Right. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, as you heard on the line there, we have Mr. Davis, Dicky, old boy, how the chop you? Um, absolutely fantastic, Lord H. Um, good to good to be speaking to you all on this Friday evening as we're recording this time. Yeah, Just before we're all going out to get lashed. <laughs> all that bloody snow, eh? Yes, we'll, storm, we'll, storm Emma has ruined the Wednesday week this week. We'll blame the snow for our tardiness this week, shall we? Because... I, think, I think it's snow on, on Eddie's line, isn't it? Because yeah. last time we had a reply for him, let alone spoke to him. So <laughs> yeah. there must be, be snow constantly on his line. In fairness, my lord, like it really genuinely has been the snow because we both tried to record with Rich on, was it Wednesday night we tried to log on? I had no Wi-Fi, you had no electricity. That was all right, <laughs> that was all right yeah. You were fine at Top of Hill, you, bloody yeah. hell. <laughs> Absolutely, I had Jeeves running around on his little sort of um, hamster wheel as quickly as he could, trying to generate some electricity, but uh, alas, we had none. So, uh, yes, apologise, ladies and gentlemen. Um, but we're here now, and aren't you glad to hear from us, boys and girls? Because it's been a wonderful week for Wednesday news, hasn't it? Yay! <laughs> yeah, lots of it. And the club been closed most of the week. <laughs> I think Tuesday. Night, I think they were closed on Tuesday night as well in Swansea. Can it can it close till May, please? Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, I said it on Twitter, I'll say it again this season, you'll go and get chuffed, honestly. Fuck oh, itself, yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> right, but there has been a few little positives. So let's start off, shall we, first of all, with the Villa game, which was a game that I was quite looking forward to because, as we all know, we always play better against better teams, don't we, boys and girls? We do, we do. And, and you know what? First half was, was 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 great. It was great. And then Chuffing lovely. Yeah, yeah. Can we just finish could we could we not just finish the game at half time? That would have been great. Well, thank you very much for joining us this week, ladies and gentlemen. It's been an absolute pleasure speaking with us. Do you know what? I've broken my rule over the Villa game in that I never ever blame the officials because I think it seems so bitter and so sour after a match to blame officials. But I tell you for one. That was absolutely diabolical from well, those officials. It wasn't a great absolutely was it? awful. And I, I, do you know what? I've sat through many a game and we've come on here afterwards and we've talked about it and said, oh, that should have been this, that should have been that. You know, if we'd have got that penalty, if they hadn't got that penalty, that, that was dreadful. And I think the stats speak for themselves, don't they? It was just, I, I, I genuinely don't do it because I've got one really good friend who's a Blades fan and she'll always blame the referee. And in fairness, when I've watched it back a lot of the time, she is right. But... I, I just I hate doing it because I just think it gives people ammunition. But I think anyone who watched that game cannot say that that referee had a good match. No, it it, it didn't at all, did he? It really just I don't think he got hold of the game. And and you know, I'd, the, the John, John Terry played him absolutely played him. He played a blinder on the referee just by getting in his ear early doors. And fair play to Terry for that. You know, as much as I think he's a, I'm not going to say that word on uh, that that. that Snodgrass was described as on Radio Sheffield, but I think it described Terry as well for me. Um, but um, it happens, think, though, doesn't it? He had, Rich, he had the well. rep in pocket, yeah. It happens with a lot of like ex big name players. You know, he is still a bit. Don't get me wrong; I'm not saying he's not a big name player, but it does seem to happen sometimes, especially with Premiership referees, in that they'll talk to them by name. He'll be like, "Sorry, John. All right, John." Like, and it's like, no. Once you're on that pitch, he is just any other player. And you still, there were a couple of times when Rooney was playing back in the early days, and you know you could see referees calling him Wayne. And you think, no, no, this is a match. He should still have to turn round so you get his name off the back of his shirt. It should shouldn't matter who he is and he did like you said he had him in his pocket from the first minute they kicked off um it was just it was awful it was dreadful no, absolutely. i mean you mentioned that uh, he didn't get a, a great hold of the game but he certainly got a great hold of mr bruce didn't he he did he had a lo- they had a lovely hug on the, the sideline didn't they that was very nice for him to do that yeah <laughs> yeah i think it's that before, he spent ever. more time that match telling bruce to get back in his area than he did with the bloody game but do you know like, what though? If 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 it, if it was I was a referee and it was a choice between hugging Bruce and Luca High, what the hell would you do? You'd you'd, you'd go and hug Bruce every day, wouldn't you? He does look <laughs> like quite a huggy person. Doesn't he? I feel <laughs> yeah. like Luca would just like kick you, but I feel like Steve would just give you a right big snuggle. I, I like Steve Bruce. I've mentioned it before. Um, when we went to Cardiff, God, how many years ago is that now? Thirteen years ago. And we went to Cardiff and obviously Alex Bruce was in our squad. And I remember he was sat near us in the stand and he was sobbing his eyes out at seeing his son get a good game. Like, it was it was nice to see, like, seeing an actual dad not being Steve Bruce. But I, it also made me question why Alex Bruce isn't wasn't in the Villa squad uh, because he seems to follow his dad around everywhere. So, you know, who knows? Probably not that, probably not that good. Put a bet on it. Yeah. <laughs> I must disagree about Steve Bruce. I've got a picture of Mr. Bruce up on the biscuit tin to keep the kids away. Of course, he's an ugly. <laughs> yeah, that nose is a little bit bent in it. You know. 
<laughs> Bless his cotton socks. He How does was... look like he spent his career in rugby, doesn't he? Not <laughs> I think I think I think a hug a hug from Joss or Joss it, it, it tickle you a little bit with that, that little mustache that, that looks like he's <laughs> looks like it took years to grow it. And you it just—it's just, it's just not it, right, it, is it? it? I just—I can't can figure out—I can't figure out what is wrong with that tash. I just can't. I don't want to sound like Martin Lawrence today, which I'm sure we'll get onto, but I just—I cannot understand what is wrong with it. But something is just not right. I don't get it. It's like Kelly Clarkson, and after years, I realised, you know what it is? She's got really little arms. <laughs> so maybe <laughs> something right. Yeah, honestly, you look at any honestly, listeners, Rich. Lord H, you look at Kelly Clarkson. She's got really her elbows are really high up, and she's got really long forearms, and that is what is weird, right? So at some point, Joss's tash is going to hit me, and I'm going to realise what it is. But for now, I just can't. It's just weird. Oh, she has. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Bloody hell. Anyway, what are we talking about her for? <laughs> I think Josh's task might still be a, a work in progress because he had shaved it up at one point, hasn't he? So I think when the full power of the Tash comes in, uh, that's when we'll see the Wednesday team playing properly. But in, and let's face it, when, when you do have a little hug, there's nothing better than a little tickle, is there, Rich? When you're having a, a little snuggle with Mr. Josh, it'd be absolutely marvellous. Um, well, I'm not going to comment on that right now. <laughs> now there are one or two positives to take from the Villa game because I think we did let's say play incredibly well first half um, and how good was it to see Mr Clare because he had a lovely lovely game he had a little bit of a fluff up one of the goals but barring know, that he had a lovely game didn't he do you know what he's something we haven't had for ages probably since Carlton Palmer he's a box to box midfielder um, he doesn't stop he'll go and get the ball ball deep he'll, he'll run run with it and, and, when, and when he ran I'm the... so glad you praised that right there <laughs> Okay, uh, when he when he ran uh, when he ran at the Villa defence, they hadn't got a, they hadn't got an answer to him. They just they just could not deal with him, and and we had we have something we've not had for a long time. And Sodzlor will probably he's out of contract at the end of the season, and they'll bugger off somewhere to Everton or something like that. But there we go. Not being part of it. I try being negative. It's either that or risk breaking every bone in your body for the next four years. It just yeah. <laughs> I think I think I'm, but no, you're right. It was I must admit I don't. As much as like there were negatives from the game, obviously we conceded a lot, but I just I do feel like it was quite a positive game. I didn't come away too angry apart from the official. Um I didn't I didn't particularly come away angry at any particular player. I thought I thought everyone did all right, but Claire obviously really, really stood out. And I don't know what it is, but I want to call him Saint Clair all the time. I don't know why. But anyway, Sean St. Clair <laughs> really stood out. Um, and I, yeah, like you said, he's box to box. He's he's definitely one for the future. And to see him get a goal as well was just outstanding. Like hats off to him. Is he is he Sheffield as well, or is he no. another Thornley that we've brought no. in from? He's, he's a Cockney. Oh, well, he's from down south anyway. They're all Cockneys down there, aren't they? So if we signed um, him from somewhere. He's yeah. I'm not well. I'm not sure whether that that, that was the case, but he's he's a Southerner. So yeah. the, the the chant from the cop, he's one of our own. He's kind of yeah, he's not really. <laughs> yeah, that's what, that's what I thought. I mean, it's been a long time since that happened. You yeah. can you can sing that to Dawson and Wildsmith, but Sean Clare's not not from Sheffield. I'll I'll Google him in a moment and I'll find out exactly where he's from. Right, but uh, the, the actual goal itself as well, it wasn't just the, the strike, which was fantastic. Let's face it, but it was a really lovely team goal as well, wasn't it? It, it, it was, my lord. Wing, a lovely Who got involved in that? The saviour of fuck's <laughs> sake. <laughs> was kind enough to, to, to gift Mr. Clare his first goal for Sheffield Wednesday with a beautiful, quite possibly the best bit of football I've seen yeah. this season with a magnificent chest down. 
Do you, do you know what? I'm beginning to I'm beginning to agree with you that he is a saviour, but that's how shit we freaking are in a minute. <laughs> that he is our saviour, for God's sake. <laughs> and Sean Clare's from Hackney, by the way. Absolutely. Um, other than that, with the Villa game, obviously the ref and, and the goals, and I mean, Zhao's header was a cracking header, and of course we did see him do the old thumb suck as well, which I'm still... The what? The old thumb suck once oh. he's scored. I don't get that. I get it if they've just had a baby. I don't. I do not understand it. I don't know where it comes from. I just don't get it. What we need here is our, our European correspondent, Mr. Dan Post, yeah, to do. explain yeah. why all European people suck their thumbs. But uh, What is it then? Do you know? I have not got the foggiest. Uh, if you know, answers on a postcard, um, or just tweet us <laughs> also. Uh, but I really would like to find out what on earth that's all about. Um, uh, apart from that, with the Villa game, I think that's about it, isn't it? It was a lovely... I did come away quite positive, as Vic said on the ref. The, the we, defending we, we fa- goals could have been better. We failed to... I, I don't want to give him much airtime, but Snodgrass is a... Uh, one of those. I was like, going to say, I'm sure, next I'm week. sure um, if we can get hold of the, the audio from Radio Sheffield or if we can retweet that from somewhere, that was absolutely classic. I really wish I'd heard that one, live. One of, my, one of my friends at the match came out with a classic line. Um, halfway through, he stood up and went, Snodgrass, do you want a fucking towel down there so you can lay down as well? And it was just a classic line. He's like, you know, giving all his grief. That, but what an arse. Typically, it's like you, you want to hate him anyway, don't you? Because of where yeah. he's played in the past, it's, it's always going to happen. But he was just to me, that was not if I've got a son, and like Rich, obviously, you take your two sons. That to me is not showing them good sportsmanship, that is showing them cheating. And I know we've got Forestieri, and don't get me wrong, I've said a million times on here when I've thought Forestieri has been in the wrong for acting up like he does. But if you're taking two lads who are trying to play football at school level, competitive level, whatever. That is not a good example to be showing them because he did just, he won the game by cheating, that guy. And he can't be proud of himself. He cannot be. Oh, I'm sure he probably is. I'm sure he... He probably earns more than I earn well, in a year every he week. It. He's, He's probably very there. proud of himself. But I hope I hope one day, Robert, I hope one day you wake up and you realise that your entire career has been an absolute joke and you spent more of it on the floor at Hillsborough than you did anything else. And he's Scottish to boot. I mean, what the hell? <laughs> He's quite fit, though. He is quite fit. Victoria. Um, oh, dear. Sort of How rude. Hashtag woman. To, to be fair, though, I mean, we've had our, our our own Scottish chaps that do like to wind up the opposition, haven't we? Yeah, like a little a little man, yeah. Yeah, that little man that's not been very good recently and has probably played his last game for Wednesday now, but there we go. We'll come I disagree. I disagree. I think he has been very good recently. Nah. I think his last two games have been better than all oh, season. Was, was, he, was he, like... As 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 is a saviour, what is this like? Jesus Christ and God, we've got in this. Um, I like I like to go with um, probably Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. I don't yeah. think he's quite the saviour, but I think he's he's behind the saviour, and he's <laughs> he'll, he'll land out some he'll land out some fishes. You don't watch the same games, do you? You really don't sometimes. Uh, don't leave alone at half time. That's why. <laughs> So after that, of course, we're all really looking forward to our wonderful cup run as well. And of course, we were off to Swansea. Or should I say, Rich, you were to Swansea. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Why are we even recording this? This is awful. I don't know. I think that there are, again, Uh, some... I mean, it was a... Again, Just the first... as that had gone out of the way, then you say about the cup <laughs> run, it's like, I forgot, oh crap, I could be watching Coronation Street. 
Do you know what? I, 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 as you said, I, I made the trip down to Swansea, and and if you'd listened to podcasts a week before, you know why. It was a bit of a, a pilgrimage to my father that's uh, that was born in Swansea, so I went and did a few bits down. I went early, early doors, went and did a few bits there, and uh, had a lovely day, apart from the bloody match where it was freezing and crap. <laughs> and I, I said, it I said, so I said cold. when I got down there, I, I was talking to to, to um, Paul and Jeff from Wednesday night, and I was talking to him. I said, I've had a lovely day. This is the one, but it could knacker it, and it did. Quite, you know, it was cold. I just rather stopped in the pub, I think, and carried on drinking with, you know, with a few Wednesday fans and leave it at that. But, I was uh, thinking of you when I saw on the telly that a lot of people had blankets, and I was like, oh, Rich, I wish I packed you up with a blanket nice. before oh, you yeah. went. I had five layers on. It was that cold. It was that cold. <laughs> Did you wear a big coat? I wore a big coat. <laughs> I, had, I had a jumper, a t-shirt, hoodie. Thermals. I even had a bob. I even had a bubble hat on. It was that bloody cold. I didn't have any thermals on. Just, 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 just always uh, commander as usual, Vic. As you know. <laughs> God. Oh, I hope you did have a blanket over it. Completely. <laughs> But, um, I mean, the, the first half performance, although it wasn't a wonderful match to watch, I did think the defensive performance from, from us was, was quite good. Do um, you know, it was just, we were just playing it across the back there, weren't we? And at times you're like, just get it forward. And it just, it, oh, it, it, it was frustrating to watch. It's defense. There's no attacking. There's, there's nothing, there was nothing attacking wise there. It was just passing it across the back five. And then back to the keeper, and then forwards, and then then you thought, oh, go on, we we'll push forward a bit, and then and then Boyd would try and do something, and and then pass it back again, and it's so bloody frustrating to watch. It was awful, awful game. Anybody I think was, I think it was, it was more frustrating for you because you were stood in the absolute bloody freezing cold and miserable, and had had a long drive, and you know, like you said, Sheffield wants to ruin your day. For me, sat at home on my nice new sofa with a blanket over my knees. It was quite a good first half, to be honest. I was quite impressed, and I thought, you know, I don't think, like you said, nothing was really going to happen up front. Um, but I do think. You know, things were tidy, things were neat, and I think we almost matched up to them. But then it was literally, and I know we've, what is it, nine games in 28 days or something we're facing. I know they're knackered, but for Christ's sake, guys, like, if I, they literally, the majority of the squad out there earn more in a week than I earn in three, four months, and we're knackered after 45 minutes. Well, you're in the wrong job. You're in the absolute wrong job, and Yoss needs to get a hand on that there. Um <laughs> They were, was, taking, yeah. they were absolutely there for taking, and we 100%. didn't. We didn't step up and do it. One hundred percent. We could have. We could have easily put that away. And the thing is that frustrated me as well. Is that I know we we mentioned the the c word, the double c word, but he only left just before Christmas. These guys know exactly what he's going to play and how he's going to play it. Surely that should feed into the way that they're going to go for goals and stuff. And it just didn't. And I do think, and as much as Richard probably laugh at this, I do think there was time. A little bit earlier on for the saviour of Sheffield Wednesday, um, I do think he could have he could have made a bit more of a difference, to be honest. Um, but I just, yeah, it just wasn't set up right, was it? After just, you know, we should have just, nicked that just before half time, or at least was, nicked a goal. There was nobody stood out for me at all. There really wasn't. It was really disappointing to go all that way. And yeah, I had I had double meaning for going, but just to go and be that disappointed by it was just. I wasn't even shocked. I wasn't shocked to be honest. Um, and 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 the funniest thing um, at one point in the second half when um, when they were seeing Carlos as a Wednesday fan, I tell you what, he looked up at the Wednesday fans and he had a couple of looks. 
These are Wednesday fun at heart, that kid. You could absolutely see Didn't it all he say that. afterwards he's that so... like Carlos had a dream stitched yeah, into his yeah, It's like, oh, did, just yeah. give it up, mate. Like, but he, he could, you could see when he looked up at us, he still wanted to wave at Wednesday fans, but he knew he couldn't. Well, he shouldn't have shafted us then, should he? But I just, yeah, this whole Carlos, at least it's out the way now. Until next season, when they come down and we have to play him again, yep, if he's still yep. there, I'm just, I'm so fed up of it. I did, um, I don't, I don't like to mention this, Rich and oh my lord, um, but I did an interview for Talksport. <laughs> you not mentioned that. Yeah. I did another yeah. one uh, yeah. on Tuesday, and literally every question was about Carlos. And a few people tweeted me saying, you know, what you said was spot on, blah blah blah. And but <laughs> one guy tweeted saying, literally one guy tweeted saying, literally every answer to their question just pissed on it. And I was like, well, I don't want to talk about him. I have no need <laughs> to talk about the guy. Like it was, I knew why I was on. I'd spoken to them beforehand, and you know, agreed. You know, I'll do it if you mention X, Y, and Z about the podcast. But it was just, you know, I, I, I'm not bothered. He got his reception at Wembley. He got his reception in the playoffs. Let's leave it at that. The guy did well here, very, very well, probably as well as you know since Paul Sturrock. Well, even better technically, but as well since Paul Sturrock. But I would, I, he still left us got a payout and went to the Premier League. That's it. I'm, I'm done. I don't... I'm fed up of it. Stop talking. Well, I'm talking about him. Shut up, Victoria. <laughs> you are. You are. Going back to the actual game itself, I mean, we, we did carve out some chances. I, I don't think we're ever going to go and attack a Premiership team, no matter how... If we could have done. I know we could have done, absolutely. But uh, I, I don't think it was going to be on the cards. Chit. Playing that the highlight, five did leave us a little bit short, maybe, in midfield. The absolute highlight of my day was going to the Swansea market and having lava bread and cockles. That was a highlight of my day, that. That not the football. Disgusting. Oh, the well. thing is, my lord, like, that's easy for us to say, like, oh, we were never going to go out there and attack. But for people like Rich, I know you had another reason for going, but for the people that have travelled down there, they want to see some bloody fighting him and they want to see an attack. You know, the league is absolutely foobard at the moment. There's there's no way about it. It's a survival game now. Like, what is it, seven points, something like that? Probably less since I last looked. I and I know... I'll tell you what, I'll ask you a question, but would you have rather sat in the cold and watched that football match with Rich, maybe sharing a blanket? Or, of course you would. Of course you would. Or, or <laughs> would you prefer to watch it at home? Send on question. Send on question that, my lord. Watch it at home on the BBC and listen to Mark Lawrenson. Oh, God. Um... I've, I've heard it back. I, would, I, I yeah. turned it off after about a minute. I was, I'm ready for poking my eyes out. I think, um, to, to put it into perspective, my lord, uh, recently I threw away some knives from my kitchen that had got a bit rusty, and I would literally rather shove one of them in each and every orifice of my body than speak to Mark Lawrence or listen to him ever again. What an absolute What a morbid sod. He was just so... And then he picked on Yossa's tash. I'm sorry, aren't you Mark Lawrence? He said, "Oh, I think I think that's meant to be a tash, but I don't know if it is a tash." Uh, aren't you Mark Lawrenson with the worst tash in the entire world? Yes, you are. So shut up, you stupid you little. You've had a pop at Tango, didn't you? Which was quite funny. Yeah, you know. just what an arsehole. Like we get it, you don't like us, Lost but you still. My my license fee is still paying your salary. Shut up, man, and get on with commentating on the game. It was just ridiculous. You tell them a bit. Well, I 
I've had enough. I've had enough, my lord. I'm, I'm <laughs> sick of this season. I'm sick of the snow. I'm sick of being stuck in my house. I'm sick of... Oh, I'd love to see Bruce Hugg right now. If he was here and snuggling <laughs> so his little nose... I'm passing oh. your house for about half an hour. Do you want me to pop in? Yeah, just come and give me a cuddle. Okay, no worries. Thank With you. your Steve Roof mask on. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> I don't have I don't have masks. I would want to cover this face up. <laughs> Whether you're celebrating a birthday, a wedding or anniversary. Maybe you've passed your driving test or you've landed a new job. Well, whatever your reason for a party, the Riverside Cafe is the perfect location on Catchbar Lane overlooking Hillsborough Stadium. To inquire about hiring us for your function, call 07989 856 054 or 0114 232 6121. Um, right, then, ladies and gents, let's crack on with some, some Wednesday news, shall we? Uh, as you mentioned earlier, Vic, uh, first things first, Mr Wallace is now out for the season. Uh, now, of course, there's been a little bit of uh, to and fro with the Wednesday nights that some people think. I mean, look, don't get me wrong, I love Ross Wallace. I think he's a proper wind up merchant. I, I love what he's done. The goals he's scored, the Thunder Chuppers he's knocked in. I, I love him to bits. He's not had the best of seasons, which I think we can all agree on. He's, he's a, a gentleman of a certain age to be a footballer these days, which, again, to me, until this season hasn't really shown at all. But do you guys think that we're going to see him in a Wednesday shirt again? No. No. I, I, yeah. I, I'm just looking on the Wednesday website in a minute, right? And there's, there's a player of the of the kind of a man of the month, as we call it. Um, oh, just just literally gone up, and there's a list of players down here, and you can work through that. And there's quite there's there's five or six on there. Fox for me, Jones, Wallace, Leuvens, Liam Palmer. That that amongst others, I don't think will be here next season. They needed, we need red. Um, and Wallace is one of them. I just don't think he's been good enough. He's, he is, you're absolutely right. He's a man of a certain age. My friend who really likes him is going to hate me for saying all this, but it's time for him to go. It's time for him to go. We've had some good good moments with him. Let's move on. Let's get somebody better. Isn't not- he like 30? He's not. How old is he? I'm not 100%. 30, 33? Keep talking and I'll Google it. Okay. I yeah, I, I agree. I think like I've said before, you know, season too long and it's happened for a lot of players at this club. Um but I I, I do feel sad. Thirty two. So he's not he's not that old, but for a winger he maybe is. Maybe he's you know, maybe he'll move into centre mid or some point. Um but I do I do think the last couple of games, you know, where he's been given his shot, he has picked up and he's he's done all right, like, you know. Um but I do um, I think it's quite sad because like we've said before, there's been chances this season when he's been 40 yards out and actually two years ago he'd have had a shot and eight times out of ten they'd have gone in. Whereas this season he's just not been either confident or, I don't know, or not felt his legs were strong enough or whatever. But I do think it's quite sad because I think he's, you know, I think Ross Wallace gets a lot of flack and actually he's... For me, he's a modern-day John Paul McGovern. I've said it before. I know they're both Scottish. I know they're both cheeky. But I think the style of play and the way that they wind up opponents is quite similar. And I think that when he leaves, I think it's such a shame that he won't leave with the admiration that John Paul McGovern still has. I think I do think that's a shame because I think, uh, I think Wallace did a lot for us in the Wembley season, a hell of a lot for us. Um, yeah, I agree. 
Um, and it, I, I just think it is, like we said, a season too long. And that's, that is a real shame. But at the same time, you know, I wish him well at Rotherham next season. Um, <laughs> I, think, <laughs> I, think, I think he'll be great. But yeah, it is, it's time, isn't it? And like you said, we'll not see him in a Wednesday kit again. And that is, it is a shame. I would hope at some point, I'd love to see him as a coach at some point at another club. I'd love to see him do well. But yeah, that that's it for me. I think if, if Wallace was to disappear now and we didn't see him again, I think he would hold the, the admiration of the Wednesday. It, it get a good reset. I think that the judge yeah. of, of a player how good they were for us is would they get a, a kind of you know would they get applauded when they came back Glenn Whelan got it against Villa even though he scored against us he got that I wouldn't say a rousing but he, he kind of he, he clapped the crowd at the end and he got it back he deserved it back and and Ross Wallace would be in that that kind of uh, that, that same kind of uh, arena for I the just, I feel like that, back. that extra what I'm saying is that extra season has kind of killed the so John Paul McGovern left at a very good time in his career, went on to bigger, well, not bigger and better things, but went on to other things. Whereas Ross Wallace will will drop down, um, possibly to the bottom of this, well, we're at the bottom of this league, aren't we? Why am I saying that? But probably to, <laughs> probably yeah. to the next league. Um, but I think McGovern kind of left on a bit of a high, whereas I think, like I said, Wallace had a season too long, and I just hope that people remember, you know, that he was one of probably four or five key players that were responsible of getting us to Wembley for the first time in 20 years. So I think, we've, for me, he'll always have that respect from me. And, you know, the Huddersfield thing with the note, <laughs> you, can't, you can't forget that. Um, Absolute classic, yeah. yeah. I think, I'm talking like the guys died. But, uh, yeah, last game in a Wednesday shirt for me, and I wish him all the best like absolutely from the bottom of my heart wish him all the best because I think he's been a great servant to the club absolutely uh, couldn't agree more I don't have a concern that um, maybe Mr Lubens um, is getting to the point now where he might he not he sod off <laughs> let me tell you right <laughs> now he, he when will he not he needs to put it out in the field he really does <laughs> flush him down Lou and send him off to that farm in the sky I've had enough of him I am not giving him the same <laughs> But he did give us some wonderful, wonderful memories in those first couple of seasons. But right now, I think he's a bit... it's, it's, it's very much like Carlos's right now. He was he was a season too much, and Leuven's Wallace. There'll be, there's more, but they had all had a season too much as well. Fair enough. Um, a little bit of good news. Uh, it looks as though um, Fernando is back in the country uh, by the looks of his um, videos that he's been sending out. So uh, after he's plodding around Europe and wherever else he's been, it looks like he's back in the country. He's training hard. Do you think we're going to see him this season? Too bloody late. Bloody hope so. <laughs> really, really hope so. He was playing football on the garden this morning with his cockapoo. Um, that's a dog. Were you, were, you, were, you sat, were you sat outside his... No, no, I just, I like to look at his <laughs> Instagram. I like to look at his and his wife's Instagram, so I feel like we're friends because we've got a very similar dog. And I feel like at some point in Chapel Town Park, I'm going to meet him, uh, but it hasn't happened yet. And my dog would attack his dog. How often do you go to Chapel Town Park? Uh, a few times, actually. Just in case, because I thought, how nice would it be? And I know his dog's... I'm, I'm not going to go into details, but I know his dog's name. And I, I have this like recurring dream that Rosie will talk to his dog and I can be like, oh, my God, are, are you friends now, Nala and Rosie? What, you be, are you, are you, are you, what have you got in your hand now, right now, Vic? Uh, you got, no. you got a glass of alcohol? No. Well, no. 
No. Okay. Um, but no, I, I feel like we could be friends. <laughs> I do. I, I think that we could be friends, um, and I'd like that. But no, he was like I said this morning. He was like running about in his garden. There was Instagram videos a couple of days ago of him doing training at Wednesday, and I was knackered just watching it. She's drunk I'm, I'm really not. <laughs> but honestly, if you watch that video, he's deleted it now because it was on his um, what do you call it, Rich? Come on, you know. Instagram story. Um, So it it just disappeared, like, after I'd watched it. But he was, like, running and honestly knackering just to watch him running around cones. It was, like, so he's obviously back to very, very good fitness. We're talking about him now, not the dog. Not the dog. (laughs) Not Nala. Not Nala, my friend Nala. Um, No, he, he did look, he looked ready. He looked, you know, not ready to start again, but ready to kick off and let's see what happens with him. Absolutely. Sooner the better, in my eyes, boys. So we are missing a little bit of a spark, aren't we? With uh, obviously, we saw it a little bit with with Sean Clare, um, but uh, yeah, I think we're missing just somebody to to to, to shake things up Sean, a bit. And Sean Clare, the real savior of Sheffield Wednesday, is that what we're talking about? Not yet, not yet. He's still just a disciple <laughs> at the moment. Okay. okay. Um, <laughs> right. So uh, next thing on this, uh, well, quite a big thing actually. Of course, the uh, the accounts have been released and. Um, probably more positive than we thought. Uh, James and um, the chaps over there from uh, Owls Americas and uh, Peter are, are going to do a bit of a, a podcast about this as well, an in-depth look at this like they did um, earlier on in the season as well. So we're not going to talk about this too much, but I, mean, I was pleasantly surprised about how much money we, we hadn't spent or that we weren't owing and things like that. Are you guys positive about the, the account? I'll be honest, I've not had a real good look at them, so I'll be interested to, to listen to James's um, uh, podcast on that, just to see, kind of get a, a lowdown on it. But I, I also, I think um, our friend Nigel Short's done a blog on it as well, so it's worth worth digging that out. Have a look at Nigel's blog, because um, he's got a few, I think he's he's looked a little bit deeper into it, and he's got a few queries in there. But I've not read his blog as yet, but apparently there's a couple, as he was telling me last night, a couple of things that, that kind of probably need looking at a little bit in, in more detail which I've been looking forward to James and, and the guys doing oh, Reading is so 2002 we've got podcasts for this now Rich. you don't have to read anything anymore. I know, yeah. can someone not just like text me the basic details and I'll be fine <laughs> I tried to read through them today and I sent you guys, all I could make out was that it's gone up massively in deficit and there's two directors, that was about it to be honest uh, I, I don't I don't get accounts. I just can't work it out. No, I'm saying, but thirty bloody pages. It's a wage bill that took a big jump, isn't it? I think. Um, and <laughs> yeah, when you look at you look at what we've got right now, and, and, and yeah. you're thinking, what the hell are we getting for this this big jump? This I think nine million jump was it? I think from season one to season two of the uh, uh, that's what the accounts before the, the current one. Yeah, it's still a, a drop in the ocean compared to what I mean. For instance, Villa are spending and, and, and teams like that. So when you look at what we spend, they're, the the, they're up the top of the league, mate. Yeah, but <laughs> had we had all these players that we that we're giving money to playing, then it might have been a different story. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, had we not broken them in half, it'd be a different story, <laughs> wouldn't it? But I think I'm, that's why I want to listen to James and James yeah. and Peter's podcast, just because, like I said, I don't get it. I plead complete ignorance to it, and those guys do and if you can put that in layman's terms for me that would be wonderful we need an advert for them we need a jingle um james and james and peter talk about some cash right that'll do um right so um <laughs> as we sort of briefly mentioned on last week's podcast there was we, we heard a bit of a rumor that uh, mr hurst might be 
raising his, his head above the parapet and, and raise his head he did the day after. Um, he's obviously played the game um, for the under 23s again and it all went marvellously well. Scored a goal, didn't he? Uh, did he or did he... It, it, against Leeds, yes, got yes. a goal. And yeah. also went down for a penalty that uh, Abdi scored, I believe, as well. So uh, he won a penalty. So your tattoo Who? is not Sorry, going what? to uh, well, Not Sorry. yet. Um, what was... Who, who was that? Who, uh, a, who young, was... a young chap called George Hurst, you might have heard no, of No, 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 who scored the penalty? Abdi, I believe. Who? Yeah. Uh, 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 not, is, this new, is this new player? He came out against Swansea. I, I don't know who he is. And not uh, so young yeah. chap. <laughs> called completely, completely lost on me, that one. <laughs> no idea who you're talking about. Now, of course, um, since the, the news came out that um, Mr Hurst was uh, against speaking to the club, playing with the club, um, I mean, do you guys still see this positive news or do you think he's just trying to get fit for a move? Yeah, that was my reaction to... Um, I'm yeah. really not sure what's happening anymore. Um, but uh, the yeah. fact that it's on the table and that we've seen him in Wednesday shirt again, it, I mean, it must be positive news, must it not? I mean, can we point this at our new CEO that's uh, that's got this at least around the table? I, I think they're, they're seeming to be talking to some of these youth players that are coming through now. Thorne, he's got a new contract, hasn't he? They're talking to Claire um, Hurst. Um, so... It's it's about time we give you a chance, though. It's like you know, if if we've got these players there that that kind of could be good enough or could progress to the first team, why are we not blooding them? And all right, yeah, it's changed since 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 Carlos left, um, but you've got to give you've got to give him a chance. And, and you know, Sean Clare already's looking looking the part. Um, so how many more have we got that are looking the part? So only before he got injured was was looking really solid at the back. So you know. George, we do need to try and keep him, but if we can't, we can't. We have to move on from it, don't we? Simple Absolutely. as. Yeah, I know it's been sort of forced blooding, if you like. Um, uh, but I, I mean, the chaps that have come through the U squad. I mean, I, I can see them being now being lower championship football players, and and the only way they're going to get to a, a, a higher spec, if you like, is by playing games. So, yeah, absolutely. Let's get these chaps in and, and get them playing. Uh, right then, um, boys and girls. I mean, the last little thing. Um, James sent us a little um, bit of news earlier. Stop the press! Breaking news: there is a new watch selection in the shop at Sheffield. Ooh. Vic, I think you were you were rather enamoured by one of them, weren't you? Uh, the um, one of them looks like a baby G, um, <laughs> which I had when I was about twelve, and um, wasn't waterproof like it claimed. And my dad was furious at spending 70 quid on the watch. It looks, they just look crap, don't they? <laughs> but I mean, is a football club watch ever going to look good? It's, it isn't, is it? Let's be honest. Um, but no, for me, I've got a watch and I wear it and I won't be buying one of those pieces of crap, to be honest. But I mean, people are always saying, we want to see more in the shop, want to see this in the shop, want to see that in the shop. And then obviously, Not rubbish! Yeah, but the shop releases things and then we all moan about it. So, What's I, the I, shit? As a consumer, what would you like to see them release, Victoria? I would like them to see... Uh, I would like to see a canvas that I can afford, that I could put on the wall, 
Um, I would like to see, I don't know, coasters. I'd like, you know, um, a clock maybe. Um, I don't want bedding or all that crap. But, you know, the odd owl, you know, you go to the range, right? My house, because I bought my house about five, six years ago. And when I moved in, everyone thought, I know what Victoria likes. She likes owls. I'll buy her an owl. And literally everything in my house is an owl. <laughs> At some point, like, and it's all from the range, and they're like, they range from I've got a doorstop that was about five quid to a chopping board that was about seven that are all owl shaped and they're all very, very pretty. Why don't we sell stuff that people will actually buy and use? When I went in, like, I've not been in since uh, beginning of December, I went in for my cousin's 18th uh, to buy him a shirt. And they literally, the only thing I could buy extra, because I bought him a T-shirt, bought him a hoodie. And I was like, what else can I buy him as like a, not a stocking filler, but just a little extra to open. They had mugs for £11. Like, no, no, I'm not going to spend that on a mug. Like, no chance. Or dart flights. How many people buy dart flights? Like, come on, Sheffield Wednesday. Like, if the range can do it, we can do it. Even if it's double the price, fine, do it. But those watches are bloody awful. <laughs> Would you not like to see maybe some of the old merchandise, like, a, I don't know, the equivalent to a Reggie Blinker wig? Maybe a, a big yeah, Danny no. Wilson Toby jug. Yeah. Really? No. A big yeah. Dave beard? Or a, <laughs> no. Uh, no. That is what would sell. You're, you're, you're now turning into a non-league aficionado. That's the kind of stuff that non-league football clubs do. Yeah, and I know this because I'm involved at one, as you know. <laughs> funny. Like, if they brought back, like, if they did a... I don't know, a Yoss Toby jug, I'd probably buy one for the laugh. Oh, and a lot of people it. probably would. And, you know, school bags, why don't they do a school satchel? Like you used to buy from Soccer Sport for a tenner. Why don't they do a Sheffield Wednesday one for 15 quid? And parents would buy it for the kids. Lunch boxes, you don't see them anymore. I used to have a Barney Owl, uh, Aussie Owl lunchbox with a flask in the side. Yeah, because everybody has school lunches, Vic. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I don't go to school. But there's, there's got to. I would take one to work. To be fair, if they did an Aussie Apple one. Yeah. But there's got to be something that they can sell. You know, other clubs make fortunes. And actually, that comes back to the accounts thing again. I think it was something like we turn over Christ knows what. But actually, it's only like a couple of hundred grand comes from retail, and there's so much more we could be doing. And it, I just don't understand why we're not. I, 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 I was I went into Swansea's club shop on um, on Tuesday night just just have a mooch round and uh, I bought a scarf for, for my for my sons because because um, of the links it wasn't a half an hour scarf by the way um, and um, I think what looking around there they just they got a lot of clothing there it was a lot but it was I think it's German that, that, that do their their kit I think from from memory um, and it, it's all seems to be kind of their stuff that was in there plus the odd you know scarves hats kind of thing. I didn't see a lot of the crappy other bits that, that we kind of sell that or don't sell. Like wallpaper borders. Bloody hell. With the old badge on. <laughs> who wants that? What kid? And like, Rich, you've got two lads now who are at the age that they would want to have a say on how their bedroom is decorated. They, they, if they've you both got Wednesday, Wednesday bedspreads. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, so on. But if you brought home Wednesday wallpaper, <laughs> <laughs> if you brought home Wednesday wallpaper like border paper and it was the wrong badge, would they not be like, Dad, that's not even right? Like, but what are we doing? Why have we not got the new badge on stuff? Why are we not going out there? You know, thermos flasks, things that people use every single day and would be willing to pay two, three pounds more for a Wednesday badge on it. Bloody make them. 
I was just checking when it was the old badge or the new one on their best friends. <laughs> and it is the it's new the one. Old one. Isn't it? I thought it was the old. Fair enough. You, you obviously weren't looking well enough when you came up to my bedroom. I was, I was too enamoured into your eyes. Mm, that's it. Can't turn it up. <laughs> Just imagine if there'd have been some some lovely Sheffield Wednesday um, sort of eye covers on there as well. It'd be absolutely marvellous. Uh, but no, I'd like to see a, a big Dave Beard and a, a, an Almond Abdi pot. I think that'd be absolutely fantastic. Um, right then, boys and girls, a bit of a quick one this week. Uh, do you guys have any other little bits for uh, today? Uh, I've just picked up a couple of things that are on the website. So um, I'm seeing that Tom Lees is back in the frame for for for, for tomorrow's game, um, Bristol City game. So that's that's really good news. Um, and, and the other thing is obviously, as I said earlier, Man of the Month is is now out. And I was just kind of interested to see kind of what what your thoughts were on 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 Man of the Month for February. It's a tough one, isn't it? <laughs> do, do you want to go or shall I? Well, I, I, I have I have voted already. <laughs> Who, who would you pick, my lord? The saviour of Sheffield's football club, <laughs> Mr. Atty. He's done nothing. He sat on just, John Terry. He's chested one ball down. He's, he didn't just chest one ball down. He gifted exactly the beautifulness of Mr. Clare, his first goal for Sheffield's football club. I, 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 went down the, I went down the route of, um, the, uh, of Cameron Dawson. After his couple of good That's performances good shout, in the actually, I think he's a good shout. Or I would go for Sean Clare, to be honest. I think, you know, give the lad a bit of a bit of praise for what he did. I know, obviously, we didn't win the game, but he played so well, like we've said. And that's got to be a confidence boost. If we can all... Let's all vote Sean Clare. Sean St. Clare, as I like to say. Uh, but let's all vote Sean Clare. Let's just go for it. Let's just see if we can do it. Um... And of course, one thing that I did forget to mention that I really wanted to ask you as well, Rich. Uh, of the Swansea game, obviously, even when it became apparent that we weren't going to win the game, the Wednesday nights were What, singing. before we kicked up, you mean? Yeah. <laughs> the Wednesday nights yes. didn't stop singing at all no. throughout the entire game. I mean, yeah. what was the feeling like in the way? Because it, it sounded brilliant. It, it, was, it was a good atmosphere, but I think... Every time Butterfield got all the ball, and you were sat probably doing exactly the same at home, there was a load of grief. He was getting a load of grief um, yeah. for it because uh, he was poor. I think it, everybody's quite optimistic while light-hearted about it, but then th- there was frust- light-hearted frustration is probably the the, 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 the the mood. But people were up for up for a laugh, you know, and a lot of people have probably been out since set off to Swansea quite early um, and I, I'd had a, f- a few but not as much as some of the people I'm, that I was talking to it seems to have a lot but um, so yeah it was it was, it was, it was a lot quite you know people had, had made the effort and it's just, a, it's just a shame that the players didn't put as much effort as the fans did to get down there Rich can I just ask like as somebody yes. who obviously travelled and went there um, do you agree with the calls on social media for refunds to fans that travelled I've not seen that, but what what, what for? There were, there were people that would tell the players should, you know, refund the fans that actually went down. So I think it amounts to something like twenty eight grand or something like that. I didn't feel, like, I didn't, I didn't feel that. I'd, yeah, I want value for money. If you look at it like that, I'd not really thought it before now. I wouldn't ask for a refund on it. He so. didn't. If you hadn't have had the, if you'd have just gone down as a fan and not as somebody with a pilgrimage to Swansea, would you be a bit more pissed off? Do you? No, not so. No, it, yeah, it's, it's, I was pissed off about the result. It's football, the, isn't it? It's, but it's yeah. just football. You, you, yeah. you pay your money. And you'd have to take something a lot worse than that to, for me to say, I want my money back. Yeah, I think, like, I, I go back to, and I've mentioned it before, I went to Brighton when we went down with a 
with a draw. And I think, you know, if anyone deserves a refund, it's those fans that went to that that day. So, yeah, you can't you can't kick off about it. But there, there was a lot of call on Twitter at players saying you should be refunding this. And I don't know. I don't I suppose it, it's, it costs a lot to travel to, to Wales as well, doesn't it? I'm not going to get upset about tennis with the football, but yeah. To ask about going all that way, some you know, some somebody that would that wasn't invested in different race might yeah. be different. I'm just interested, that's all. The, the point I was trying to make was uh, I thought the Wins fans were amazing uh, on the night on the team. Yeah, that's, that's all you could hear. It was but all you could hear. Fans. I don't, don't think away games always are like that though. I, I enjoy away games more for the atmosphere than home. Always. Yeah, same. Fantastic. Uh, right, so we've got a couple of matches coming up. First of all, uh, Bristol City uh, tomorrow, because we're recording late this week, which is rather unusual, isn't it? And uh, I mean, Bristol have been so busy, I, I would say this is a bit, a bit disrespectful, but this is going to be another difficult game, I think, isn't it? <laughs> yes, in a short, in short, I don't, I'm not seeing us coming back with points from this one. I'll be honest, um, I, don't, I don't think we're going to, I don't think we're going to win this one. No, I'd agree with that. I think it. I think it could potentially be quite embarrassing, actually. Um, Bristol. I. I. I mentioned before. Me and Dan Fudge love Bristol on uh, Twitter, just because their gifts are absolutely outstanding. Um, I've got a soft City. spot for them. Bristol, Bristol City. City. Sorry, sorry. Uh, I don't. No one cares about Rovers, apart from Chris Lyons. Um, but I just. Yeah, it's. I. I follow them on Twitter because of the gifts, and I enjoy seeing them. But there are certain players that pop up every single week. You think, oh my Christ, they're going to do a job on us, like absolutely, you know. Um, yeah, I I don't see it going well. But I've I've got a soft start for Bristol City. I can't, you know, not just because this for other things. Um, yeah, I don't I don't see it going well. And I just the thing is as well, like with the weather in Sheffield and with the weather south of Sheffield especially, you know, just be careful if you're going. It's only a football match. If it's too bad, turn around. Like it's, it shouldn't be on. I'd, I'd apparently, that. that that was when we went to Swansea. We were obviously quite quite concerned about the weather going down, and and it was like if it had been anything but. I would have turned around, you know, because it wasn't worth, it was not worth the risk. Absolutely not. Um, and I was supposed to be in Liverpool tonight watching boxing and I've kind of like, now. I'm not travelling M62, so it is, you know, if, if safe and sorry, guys. You'd have a job, it's shut. <laughs> I think Richard would be lovely sleeping in this car all night. I think it'd be a, a, a lovely, lovely evening. Yeah, thanks for that, mate. Thanks, yeah. I was going to enjoy going no, to see one of my really... Genuinely, it's it's not worth it, is it? If it's if it's risking your life and your family's life, your friend's life, just just don't go. Like it's you know, Radio Sheffield will cover it anyway. It's I, I think it's crazy to still keep the match on, to be honest. And I think, given the month we've had, we could probably do with a weekend off. Fans and players. And uh, yeah, so uh, after we we all come back safely from Bristol as well, uh, then we've got the uh, the visit of Ipswich Town or Barnsley Mix back at uh, Hillsborough again. And again, Ipswich have been a funny one this season. They always they're one of our little bogey teams, aren't they, Ipswich? And they do my chuffing nothing because it's Mick and he's got that stupid, dirty, wannabe Yorkshireman <laughs> smile on his face, hasn't he? God, I just I'd love to beat them. I really, really would. Can, can, we, can we agree and put some positive vibes out? Because you two moan a lot. Can we put some positive oh. vibes out there that we will be beating Ipswich? 7-0. No, no, there's positivity and there's, there's reality, isn't there? 
you know, it got to be realistic. Uh, I'd hope we'd we'd, do, we'd get something against Ipswich if the game's on, of course, with, with weather as it is. But it, it, yeah, it. Um, God, yeah, we just need to start winning, don't we? It's simple. Yeah, it doesn't matter whether it's tomorrow at Bristol City or it's Ipswich Town, but we just need to start getting wins and just just making sure we finish mid-table and then wash it up and start again. Well, I'm going to be positive and we're going to win a both 7-0, so it's going to be absolutely fantastic. Um, right then, Richie, so if people want to uh, to see you stuck in your car whilst you're on the uh, the motorway... I'm well, maybe... I'm, I'm not going to Liverpool, so I, I'm going to stick local tonight. Um, but uh, you can find me at Dickie L, um, and if you if you want to see some cockles and lava bread from... Um, from Swansea, uh, the lava bread does taste like shit. By the way, um, the cockles were all right. Um, yeah. <laughs> What's lava bread, by the way? Lava bread I saw is the seaweed. picture, it's and it seaweed. wasn't bread at all, was no, it's it? Not, it's yeah. not bread. It's seaweed. That, well, that's that's false advertising, isn't it? That. <laughs> well, it's not, it's not lava either, is it? So you know. <laughs> it looked like lava. It looked like it. It was disgusting. Let's sue Wales. You should try. My darling, if people want to get involved with your doggy exploits over there on the Twitter, is where can we do that as well? My dogging exploits, did you just say? Oh, doggy, doggy. Oh, sorry. Uh, well, with, either with way. Uh, Fernando. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, you can go to Loxley Common Car Park where you'll find me. <laughs> I flash twice with my lights. Um, right. No, it's. <laughs> Anyway, uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Victoria1867. I am a lot quieter at the moment, uh, just because I realise how much of a miserable bitch I sound. So, yeah. Uh, I've been thinking that for ages. Alistair, you've thought that for 15 years, bitch. Just a nickel, boy. <laughs> of course, if you'd like to get on me over there on the Twitter, you can go at Lord H. That's L zero R D underscore H. You get on the podcast at TWWcast. Find us on the website at thewednesdayweek.co.uk. And of course, over there on the YouTubes and on the Facebooks and everywhere else you do that kind of thing as well. It has been an absolute pleasure speaking with you again, ladies and gents. Thank you so, so much for joining us. Be good, be safe, and we shall see you real soon. It's the 90th minute. You've got all your mates round. You've got your McNugget chair boxes coming down the left wing ready to go. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget. Snatching all three points. Back of the net. Lubosh. Automate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? 
At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com for more information. See you later. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.